Hi, and welcome to Kane's Five Under Five. In today's show, we'll talk about the top five most important news stories in cybersecurity for January 2023. Let's go. Our first story is out of Davos, Switzerland, which has got 50 ski lifts and 186 miles of skiable terrain, which means I wish I'd been invited and could have stayed for the week, because in January, they host the World Economic Forum, where they invite in politicians and public figures and think tanks. And for the first time, number five on the Global Risk Report was widespread cybercrime and cyber insecurity, and that was behind such fun things like the energy supply crisis, the cost of living crisis, rising inflation, and the food supply crisis. So cybersecurity really has been elevated as a global risk, and cyber executives now are more likely to see data privacy laws and cybersecurity regulations as being an effective tool for reducing their cyber risks. Previously, if you were to poll cyber executives, a lot of them would have said, no, nah, they're not that great, actually. We'd rather not. They also found that over half of security leaders are now meeting monthly or more often with their board, which is really a good thing if you think about recent legislative and regulatory proposals to force those conversations. So if you're already having those conversations with your board, you're in good company. Again, over half of security leaders are having those. Let's move on to risks and insurance. There was a, a substantial industry report that came out in January that showed that potential cyber incidents and business interruption are remaining the top two leading corporate risk concerns for our second year in a row. There was a related stress test in the United Kingdom that found that cyber insurance providers had some trouble. They had trouble figuring out how often cyber risks could occur, the impact of those on their own businesses, and they couldn't actually define on the mass behind catastrophic events. In the United States, that's prompted another conversation around a federal cyber insurance backstop, which looks unlikely because cyber um, insurance payments associated with ransomware might have peaked in 2021 so a backstop could really just incentivize companies to not have enough coverage or to not invest in adequate security controls. However, we may see insurers offering incentives for those who have got effective controls in place. Let's talk about a lack of effective controls at LastPass and GoTo. They had some breaches, and those are a master class in how to not manage corporate communications when you're investigating a breach. I'm going to gloss over the technical details because the problem here, LastPass said they'd contain the breach in August. Well, in November, it turns out they hadn't. And in December, right before the holidays, they dropped a bombshell report that showed it got a lot worse. And then in January, it turns out their parent company, GoTo, also was shelled. Part of the problem was that they claimed breaking encryption would take millions of years, which totally ignores the tendency of humans to reuse passwords and also that those passwords are in files available on the internet. What they could have done instead is they could have implemented enhanced monitoring and logging after the first breach, which could have helped prevent that scenario. Let's talk about Circle CI by comparison. They also had a breach, and in their initial notice to customers, they asked developers who clearly weren't busy that weekend to rotate all of their secrets without any, any real details given. That made software developers unhappy. That made the InfoSec community on Twitter and on Mastodon get a bit shouty. Since then, Circle CI has released their well-written incident response report, and what it shows is no matter how hard you zero trust, a compromised endpoint where the threat actor has stolen the session cookies and is routing their traffic through that endpoint, they're going to be really hard to detect unless they behave differently. So for your next incident response tabletop exercise, instead of just looking at bad things daily on Twitter, use this. Your CI CD pipeline secret provider just got shelled. So one or more of your secrets aren't. What are you going to do?
Finally, let's talk about the economy. Multiple sources have now reporting that cybersecurity spending is going to stay flat this year compared to predicted declines in IT spending and in reductions of force. So what we can expect is for companies to focus on improving their existing processes and controls and for CISOs to look at which controls aren't effectively mitigating one or more risks at a fair cost point. For example, I know a CISO that had three multi-factor authentication solutions to manage the risk of impersonation. I can guarantee you by the end of January, they're not going to have three separate solutions. There was also a recent study that showed that um, services spending is going to go up, and that's due to the lack of skilled candidates, that half million or so job openings that are currently opening. And so we may see companies investing in managed detection and response or managed threat intel as a growth industry until those job openings are filled. Again, that's all. So thanks for watching, and please like and subscribe for the latest monthly news summary.